So if you listen to this show and have for a long time, whether I was at night or here in the morning, I talk about kids' health a lot. And I do because I don't feel like enough people are talking about it. And so I want to make sure that, you know, they are getting, you know, the platform because we need to shine a light on them. And November 20th actually marks National Child Day. And ahead of that, there's a new survey which has revealed, uh, been released and revealed that six in ten Canadian adults believe our kids and adolescents are worse off now than they were a year ago and actually don't believe that this generation of kids will have a prosperous future. And of course, maybe that stems from a lot of the learning loss and mental health issues that we have talked about during COVID. And while we have very little data gathered, and I'm not sure what they're waiting for, I mean, I know that um, the Canadian Medical Health Association is doing a, a deep dive on anorexia. But that's not coming out until 2024. We have early stats from 2021 showing that kids were in trouble. And yet we just haven't seen the data to understand the long-term impacts of, you know, COVID rules um, and, and other issues that are facing our kids today. We've got 8 million kids in this country. And so they got a lot of challenges. But what the survey seems to suggest is that the kids are not. All right. Sarah Austin is founder and CEO of Children First Canada. Good to have you, Sarah. Happy me. All right. So your survey reveals that of the Canadians asked about their concerns, the biggest one, and we'll, we'll pick through them because there are several different um, stressors over the last couple of years, but let's start with the big one, which I think is confronting everybody, and that's cost of living, which, of course, threatens stability, whether it's food or housing. Um what is it that parents are looking at or adults when they come to the conclusion that the kids are not all right when it comes to the financial picture? No, I think if you ask any parent right now, a lot of us are struggling to, uh, to, to you know, just provide for the basic needs for our children. You know, this clearly the, the cost of living is, is top of mind for, for Canadian mm -hmm. adults right now in terms of being able to care for kids. It's about the ability to afford nutritious food to feed our children, keeping a roof over their heads being able to afford to send them to sports and other recreation activities, which we know are critical for their, their physical and their mental health. Uh, you know, we heard recently that one third of food bank users are children. Mm -hmm. You know, that mm -hmm. shock and gall our nation that our kids are having to rely on charity to meet their very basic needs. This is, you know, these are fundamental issues around children's survival and development. This shouldn't be an act of charity. It's something that every child has a right to. Every parent wants to be able to provide for their children. And clearly what we're seeing through this survey is that the kids are not all right. Canadians are deeply worried and they believe our kids deserve better. Yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of that charity, I mean, whether it's a breakfast club or certainly when you're in a school, teachers are the front lines to spotting things like child abuse. Um, you know, a lot of that was interrupted over the last couple of years, certainly in Ontario. And so how much of this survey then is looking at the uh, period of the last couple of years to drive their, their thought? Well, we ask Canadians, you know, what are the things that are top of mind for them right now? Um, and, you know, clearly we've seen that they think that life is getting worse for kids, not better. You know, think back to a year ago, we were facing the repercussions of you know, prolonged school closures, uh, you know, the pandemic uh, restrictions that were quite severe. And, you know, much of that has lifted right now. And yet Canadians think life is continuing to get worse. You know, we, we've heard continually about, you know, the past week in particular about the pediatric crisis that's raging across the province and across the country, quite frankly. 
where can't, parents can't get medicine for their, their kids with fevers. If they have show up in an emergency room, they could be waiting upwards of 12, 20 hours. They may even get turned away if there isn't um, care available. Surgeries are getting canceled. So there are significant things that are being compounded right now where life is continuing to get worse, not better. And it's deteriorating rapidly. By the day, we're seeing this, you know, the situation get worse and there's no hope in sight. Well, you know, there's also not a lot of conversation about, which is what bothers me most. I've been talking about, you know, things like learning loss. I've been talking about mental health issues. We've seen uh, really high surging rates of depression, cutting, OCD, eating disorders. These are not things that go away for a child. These are things that they will battle uh, and have to manage, you know, for the rest of their life. So there are huge impacts of what lockdown measures had on these kids. We have very little data. Um, but certainly when it comes to things like like the mental health, you've got kids now and parents waiting for two years on a waiting list. Um, you know, that, that is, uh, that is a reckless amount of time to leave a, a child languishing because you have to delve into these things immediately to start course correcting on them. But, you know, the United Nations and, and other groups have said, look, the amount of loss of education for this generation has wiped out two decades of their learning. And I'm not seeing the urgency um, to make sure that this generation is caught up. Uh, it just kind of seems like we push them through, even though early data suggests that this particular generation of kids is going to be behind the eight ball moving forward if we don't actually start doing something. Yeah, absolutely, Alex. There is not a sense of urgency to tackle this problem. You know, from the very beginning of the pandemic, Children First Canada and Children's Hospitals and other advocates have been sounding the alarm that the kids are struggling. There were there were significant issues before the pandemic began that have just um, exploded. Uh, rates mm -hmm. of uh, mental health, uh, challenges around their physical health, even just the most basic things like being able to provide for food and housing for our children. Um, all of this has gotten worse. We, we published a report called Raising Canada on an annual basis, looking at the top 10 threats to children. All of these issues are getting worse by the year, and we, we're not seeing the leadership federally or provincially to tackle these issues. You know, we, we called Code Pink in uh, at the height of the pandemic, yeah. Yeah. urging our prime minister and every premier to get to the table and to find solutions. That meeting still hasn't happened. Last week, the federal, the, you know, the, the federal and provincial governments came together to talk about the the, the you know the healthcare crisis there's no indication that kids were even on the agenda and they walked yeah. away from the table without a deal i mean it's unacceptable that we're facing a crisis of this magnitude that where kids lives are on the line and there's no political leadership to tackle it the concern I have is that the data is going to come in so late uh, by then people forget. I think a lot of people forget, uh, you know, that we were locked down here in Ontario for, for, for months longer than anyone else. I mean, so the, the mm -hmm. learning loss and the damage to kids is going to be that much greater. It's just that we don't have the data. I, I'm worried that there's not going to be any urgency to sort this out uh, and actually deal with it. And it won't be known probably until it's too late. Oh, we should have done something. And so your your organization is trying to raise, I guess, the alarm and maybe, hopefully, I'm not sure why we have to do this, but catch the attention of those in charge to do something. Like what what would you, uh, if you could, you know, magically have them act? What is it that we need to see? Well, we certainly are are trying to turn up the heat on this. I mean, today, twenty thousand kids across Canada will be joining us to rally for their rights at the largest ever National Child Day celebration ever. The kids are speaking up, but the question is: Is anybody listening? We know that Canadian adults also care. In our new survey, we yeah. found out that 95% of Canadians want our government to take action. They strongly support our government to invest more and to take leadership. 
So we've called on the federal and provincial governments to work together to tackle this pediatric crisis with a sense of urgency. And we want our federal government to, to take action. We want to see a national plan of action for kids. We want them to appoint a commissioner for children and youth, and we want them to invest more funding in kids. It's not rocket science. Kids are a top priority for Canadians. Now it's time for our governments to step up and do something about it. Yeah, um, I'd say before it's too late, but I almost think they're too late now because when you lock down communities and you take such draconian you know, uh, actions, I think the conversation should happen then of this is what we're going to do. However, here's how we're going to stave off the damage. And none of that was done. None of that was done. It was just get through the pandemic and worry about the rest after. But now we're dealing with a thousand different challenges and, and being lost in this, I think, are the kids. Nonetheless, we will continue talking about this, Sarah. I thank you very much. and We'll have you on again. Thank you, Alex. Sarah Austin, founder and CEO of Children's First Canada. So November 20th marks the day where we are putting kids first. I'm sure we'll do it at some point, right? Right? We always say it's about the kids. It has not been about the kids.